Hi there. We have a favor to ask. If you're enjoying the DLC Live podcast and you're listening on a platform that lets you leave a rating or a review, leave us a five-star rating. Maybe take a minute to write a quick review. It really helps, and we really appreciate it. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to DLC Live, your source for educational and inspirational interviews with mental health experts and advocates from around the world. Now, here's your host, creator of the DLC Anxiety Worldwide Mental Health Community, Dean Stott. Hey, Chantal. Hi, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Good. Excellent. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. And taking uh, the time out from your busy schedule. Just wanted to speak to you about all things mental health, really, especially being in the spotlight, um, just your experiences with it. And yeah, just your overall, um, what you think about anxiety, for example. So if people don't know who you are, they must be living under a rock. But if you just like to give a little introduction about yourself, uh, what anxiety means to you and why you think mental health is uh, important. All right. So hi, guys. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Chantal Jeffries. Uh, I'm a DJ, producer, investor. I model, also done acting and so many different things over the years. Um, definitely just being in the industry where you're putting yourself out there. There's a lot of things that come with that over time because you're putting yourself in a position for other people to kind of like make opinions and judge you. And it does get to you and it affects you and your self-esteem and just the way that you look at situations in life and the way that you approach things. Um, for me, it's taken a long time to kind of like get to a certain point to where I'm just comfortable with myself and my own skin. And, you know, that's something that takes a lot of work, <laughs> takes a lot yeah, of experiences. Um, but yeah, and anxiety specifically for me, I'm someone who has bipolar disorder. So I struggle with anxiety in different ways, depending mm -hmm. on the episodes that I'm having. So I feel like, you know, with COVID and everything that was going on, it really made me reevaluate the way that I handled my mental health because I was inside and really forced to do a lot of introspection. And I realized there were so many things that I could do to help my overall mental health with my lifestyle choices. So I started doing that and I noticed such a huge difference because anxiety is it's a phys there's a physiological response that your body is having so if you're able to help not allow that response to get to the level you know that you can't control by outside choices that you make beforehand then like that's something that's really beneficial as well no, definitely so um when your lockdown um happened and obviously you had to um stay inside and everything was it like an initial um increase in your anxiety or was it did you notice the anxiety creeping up uh, like over the months I think at first for me um I had just been traveling so much and working so much leading up to the pandemic that for me it was kind of like okay you know this is gonna be a time where I can like take a break and rest and just like mm -hmm. I, I didn't really know what was gonna happen so I was just kind of taking it day by day and I, the more that I would watch the news and the more that I would read into it the more anxiety I would get but initially I, I wasn't I, I'm not someone who necessarily would go looking for the news I was so busy and traveling and working all the time that I was in my own kind of like world of what I was doing that I wasn't on my phone as much as I am now 
So I was less aware of certain things that would cause me anxiety. And then I feel like being in the house, being on your phone all the time, watching the news, you see all of these things that could be going wrong. And now they're in your, they're in your subconscious. So they're going to creep up at some point and say like, Oh, Hey, this could go wrong. Oh, Hey, this could go wrong. If you never mm-hmm. knew about them in the first place, you would have no idea to even be worried about them. That's so have, you, like, have you found, have you found that you've been um, with like society opening up and like going back to like a new routine? Well, I think as far as it's been gradually happening and, um, I, I noticed myself, I have new routines set up, which I didn't have before and they give me a lot of stability. So I've developed them during the pandemic. So now going out, I think the biggest thing is social anxiety, going into a social situation and just not knowing how to interact with people that aren't your immediate close friends. Cause I, I mean, I'm used to just being around people that I either know really well or pretty well to be around them up until now, you know? So now going out into the world and being around complete strangers or people that you barely know, and then remembering how the situations go and kind of just having anxiety about it. It's like, what people are going to be thinking after your social interaction and how it went and stuff like that. Yeah. And so the uh, lovely community, they wanted to ask you a few questions. Um, So I'll fire away with the first one, which is, Uh, Do you get anxious when you're performing your music on stage? Um, And if so, um, what do you do to manage the anxiety? Um, And yeah, do you just get performance anxiety overall or does it just come second nature to you now? Well, I've never really gotten performance anxiety, but I definitely get anxiety just in general. So it's not necessarily like due to the performance. Sometimes I will just start thinking about things and spiraling, but I don't think it's necessarily specific to like a show because for me, it's a fun experience. I've, I've built up this image in my mind of like, I'm going to go have fun with my friends and I'm going to go out there and like these people, even though I don't know them, they're my friends. And I've convinced myself of that so that I don't get, I guess like performance anxiety, but I still will get anxiety when I'm traveling when I'm like going to a different place, which is usually what I'm doing when I'm having shows. So I notice that there's definitely a, like a correlation just in me leaving my comfort zone of my like house and then getting anxiety. So I think what I do to manage that, what I try to do is, like I said, with my lifestyle changes, things that I try to use to help manage my anxiety is I won't drink caffeine that day. I don't, I will yeah. try to avoid caffeine that day. Um, I will make sure I exercise if I can to so just at least do like a little bit of some cardio, something so that I can get out some of my cortisol so that I won't feel as anxious in general. And I also just like listen to calming music and try to just really calm my thoughts and relax myself when I get settled into a new place. Um, that's kind of like what I do before, I guess I would have a show that night, but that is just me really just traveling I get really excited when I travel and that physiological response is the same right it's anxiety or it's excitement so for me either way as soon as I'm going um, to venture out I start getting that feeling and I will like throw myself into a manic episode and I will like it will be hard for me to sleep I will like stay awake and then I will just Mm. be like racing thoughts for until I get home like if that's a week if that's two days I might sleep two, three hours. So I have to make sure that I 
you know, don't have caffeine. I make sure I exercise to get that energy out. I'm not eating really foods that are really high in sugar or carbs. I try to do things that will even out my cortisol, my energy, make me less anxious. Awesome, yeah. No, that's fantastic. And when, like, going on stage, do you get, like, the nervousness, like, and do you try and, like, push that into a way of, like, almost, like, excitement for being on stage and doing what you love? Yeah, definitely. I think that's what I've been doing from the beginning for myself. Just taking it as an experience that like everyone there is going to make this moment together. So I will feel that feeling of anxiety. And I try to think like, oh, I'm so excited. What's Instead of like, what's going to happen that could go wrong? I'm like, what's going to happen that's going to be memorable? Like, what's going to happen that... And even if it goes terribly wrong, I'm like, I've lived throughout my life and came to a point that even when things went terribly wrong... I usually look back on it and laugh and think, oh, that was like a good memory. You know, sometimes yeah. I'll be super embarrassed about something or something wouldn't have went the way I thought. But then when I look back, I'm like, oh, my God, remember when that happened? Like, that yeah, was exactly. it's so funny yeah. to look back on it. So when you think about it that way, too, like I'm making m- memories for my future, even if they don't seem like they're good now in perspective, when you zoom out, they might be something that you like that happened. No, that's fantastic. So the next question is, uh, do you think social media has hurt the way people connect with each other? Uh, and what things do you put in place to like set you aside from social media? So do you have, do you have like any hobbies or like, do you do meditation or yoga or anything like that? Yeah, I, I definitely have a lot of hobbies. Um, hobbies are like one of my favorite things. I guess I'm a hobbyist, but um I definitely think seeing small progress and little things that you do daily help to kind of anchor you and take away Mm. some of that anxiety because if you stick to something, whether or not you're feeling, you know, good, like in a really good mood or not so good mood, but you still do it every day. Like for me with exercising, like every day I practice languages every single day. I never miss a day. Like I try to work out every day. I try to like have protein shake every day. There's just like little things I try to do, even if I'm kind of feeling down. Um, but yeah, I like, I like to read a lot. I have animals, which help a lot. I think just in your overall mental health, uh, I have a lot of plants. I like to do gardening and then I have like all my house plants. Um, I'm growing some mushrooms right now. So I try to do things that require me to like, they require something from me so that I have to do it even despite how my mental health might feel because it like anchors me and grounds me. What you like at like just doing nothing, or, or are you someone who has to always be doing something? Well, I don't. I I definitely like to be doing something most of the time, but that's because I get enjoyment on doing things. Like for me, oh, I yeah, choose yeah. things that I enjoy, and then I'll like to do them. And when I throw myself into these, well, not even by choice, but just my mental health, when I will get really excited or anxious, and I will then not sleep because I'll want to be doing all these things. Or you could be not sleeping and thinking about things that could go wrong because that's happened to me as well in the past. And like, even sometimes now, I will just, my mind will be racing and I won't be able to sleep. So I'll try my best to help with that. What I do is I try to fill my mind and my environment and my surroundings with as many things that I can think about and wonder about that are positive instead of things that I can think and wonder about that are negative because you are the sum of everything that you take in of everything that you observe. Right. So if you just put things around you that make you have good thoughts all the time and you try to expose yourself to things that are going to be stored in your subconscious that will 
take your thoughts to a better place when they're racing or like make give you something interested, a problem to solve, something to think about. Um, just in general, uh, then that's initially where your brain would kind of just go by the sheer probability of it, right? No, so definitely. I try to just avoid the things that might make me have negative thoughts as much as possible. No, that sounds, yeah, sounds really, really insightful. So thank you very much for sharing that. The next question, um, does it put extra pressure on you always having to be your best self, especially obviously uh, with the modeling that you do on Instagram? Like some days do you wake up and just feel like I can't be bothered taking a picture and like trying to, trying to portray this best self of me? Um, and how do you deal with those moments? Yeah, I definitely have those days and for me it's on days it's usually periods like for me it's usually it will be a week two weeks it kind of just depends on the opposite end of that spectrum I'll have a week or two weeks where I feel really good about myself but I definitely like to invest in mental hobbies for myself so that even on those days where I don't necessarily feel like great about myself there's things whether it's you know, I feel like I learned a lot and whatever. I felt like I made a lot of progress in whatever hobby it is that I was doing. Then I won't really think about, okay, yeah, I feel bad with the way I look. Well, I'm like, oh, I can think about these other things that I've been working on that I feel good about. But that obviously, it's, I still wake up and be like, oh, I do not want to take a photo. But I'll just try to make my schedule so that I can do the photos and take the thing and get the work that I need to when I'm feeling better about myself and then also have other things I can do when I'm not feeling great about the way that I look, but that still make me feel good about myself. No, that's, that's really good advice as well, especially what you said about um, changing your schedule to to really like coincide with your mental health. That, that I can see how yeah, that would be really useful. I mean, the pandemic is honestly, it gave a lot of flexibility in that because I definitely didn't have that flexibility before. It I didn't, I have shoots scheduled, I have things to do, I have to travel and do things. And it's not based on my necessarily how I'm feeling at that moment. And now I've noticed that I have a lot more freedom with that because of the pandemic, which I, I'm trying to really structure myself to keep that as things move forward. Are you so are you able to do things more remote now, even with like uh, society opening back up? Definitely. I mean, sh for shows and stuff, I just started doing those again, um, doing it slowly as everything opens back up on this side of, and over here. But um, I've definitely f structured my life in ways to do a lot more stuff remotely. But I think a lot of people have. And I think it's a way more friendly work environment just in general because we've adapted to that. No, that's wonderful. Uh, and speaking about your music, uh, one of the followers, they said, uh, what sort of influence do you want to portray through your music? And are you conscious of that when you make it, like through the making of the music, through the process? Yeah, I mean, for me, as far as the music that I've made to date, it's been kind of based around where I was going to be playing because I'm a DJ. So it was kind of like, okay, this is the type of music that I want to hear when I'm in these settings. So for me, it was DJing and like cool parties or fun, you know, parties all over the country and like in different parts of the world. And for the vibe that I like my party to be is upbeat, good vibes, like everyone's in a good mood, just listening to music that makes you happy. And um, 
I took a lot of inspo from European music because I always just enjoy myself when I'm on like European vacations and I'm listening to the music I'm yeah. listening to at the beach clubs and whatever. So kind of wanted to emulate that in my music. And as moving forward and now obviously being in, in the pandemic and not being in nightclubs and parties all the time, I've really taken a different outlook on the way that I think about songwriting and produce, not so much producing, but more songwriting because right. just for the messaging. But um, yeah, I think I know now more of the, the power of just what you're taking in in general and being able to kind of make something that can help in more ways on my end is kind of what I'm going towards. Yeah. And um, so regarding the music, is it just the beats you make or do you, I think you do the vocals as well now. Is that right? No, I mean, I, I, I help write and I produce. So I usually go in with some writers and we'll work on some, on a demo and then we'll find artists. Well, I'll usually find the artists that I, one or like sometimes it just comes to you like everyone in the room's like this sounds like it'd be this person whatever um and then we'll usually go from there and well, you can definitely get that um why you say the experience of the good vibes through your music so you're definitely doing a great job uh, there and uh, what european artists um like um influence you just out of interest so many i really love just here at House in General, but I like this French duo called Paradise. I love Daft Punk. I love, like, whenever I was initially starting, I wanted to kind of take elements of their production and make it more of like a pop beat, like a fun beach kind of pop vibe, which mm -hmm. is totally different vibe, but still taking like certain elements of their Euro House dance, like Euro dance. Um, yeah. Are you a fan of Oliver Heldens? Yeah, definitely. We actually did something together as well. Um, oh. we, I worked on a remix with him. So, yeah. Fantastic. Uh, last question from the followers. Um, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, if there was one thing you could tell people, especially on social media regarding mental health, uh, what would it be? And do you have any uh, mental health book recommendations? And that's not a cue for the book in the back, uh, which is our book that's out in the moment. Well, okay, wait, sorry, what was the first part of the question? Yeah, the first question. part is, is Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, is there anything that you could tell people on social media regarding mental health? What would it be? So what would you tell people? My short-term memory, I feel like Dory. Um, so I just think you have to remember that reality, it can seem so many different ways because it's subjective. So you have to remember that you have the power to really shape your reality and social media people are doing that all the time and a lot of that stuff isn't actually reality so just realize that you have the power to influence yourself by the things that you expose yourself to and make a conscious effort to take in things that you want to be more like and put surround yourself with that like make a conscious effort of what you see that's kind of like the biggest thing i, I think i've noticed in my mental health is just like making an effort to filter what I see and put in front of me things that I want. And like, you know what I mean? But, um, so yeah, like with the, account, with the accounts that you follow, do you try and follow obviously people that obviously just spread positivity and, uh, there to like to fight in your corner. Yeah. Well, on social media, yeah, I like, I like to also make different accounts. Like on TikTok, you can do different accounts or Twitter. Like sometimes I'll make like lists. I don't know. Like you can make, 
different ways to see certain topics and certain things. And I'll try to spend my time there and like on my phone, I have apps to help me learn a lot of things. Like instead of initially going to Instagram, I'll move one of my apps into that spot. So that every time I put like one of my language apps there or whatever, a book, like my iBooks or whatever I'm trying to focus on, I'll move it to where my Instagram app was. So when I automatically go to click on it, I'm like, I yeah. click. That's a really good tip. Yeah. I, like, I think I a lot of people could use that tip. <laughs> I hide my apps into like a folder. So it's harder to access them. And I put the bottom ones that I want to try to click on more so that I, it's harder for me. <laughs> so I don't just do it second nature. So I think a lot of the times you just find yourself clicking automatically on Instagram or like you don't, you're not even looking at anything, you're just scrolling. So instead, no, no. maybe especially on YouTube as well. You just scroll on YouTube. I kind of like, yes, but it, as a, you can on YouTube, you just like literally you can spend hours on the car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have, I watch really good videos on YouTube that I feel help my mental health a lot. Honestly. I watch a lot of videos that are just like funny or educational because then it puts me in a good mood and then it gives me good things to think about instead of something scary. I don't like scary things. I don't like them. They give me anxiety. When I was a kid, I literally watched a crime show and I was so scared for like two months. I couldn't sleep because I literally thought someone was going to come murder my family for no reason. So I'm just like, yeah, definitely (laughs) like put funny cartoons on, stuff like that. And just like be conscious of it, I think is the biggest thing. No, oh, fantastic. Um, so Chantal, uh, thank you so much um, for uh, spending the time uh, with the community. Really appreciate you taking the time out. Um, if people don't know where to find you, uh, where can they find you on Instagram and what other platforms are you on? And also, do you have any new music coming out soon? Yes. Yeah, so I forgot to give you my book recommendation. There's, I love. I always post so many books on my page if you guys want to see. Um, but a few books that I've been reading that really kind of, I like just the way they help me think uh, about just the way my mind works and anxiety in general. I was reading this book called Designing the Mind. I posted it on my page, but it's called Designing the Mind. I'm sure you'll see it. Um, that okay. one I liked. And then there's this other one called How to Change Your Mind. And it's by Michael Pollan. That one's really interesting too about just things about how your mind works. But yeah. So um, Chantal Jeffries is my Instagram. It's my TikTok, my Twitter, um, my YouTube. And you guys can find me on Snapchat at Chantal Celine. And um, yeah, new music. I'm working on some really interesting stuff. I'm on my crypto NFT things. So we'll have some stuff coming soon for all of you guys. And yeah. So I hope you guys have a great day and get no, excited. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time out, Chantal. And I'll also have to uh, send you a copy of our book and uh, see what you think of Definitely. it. Excellent. Definitely. Thank you again. Take Bye, care. guys. You've been listening to DLC Live. Be sure to follow Dean on Instagram at DLC Anxiety. Check our website at dlcanxiety.com and grab yourself a copy of our latest book, Untangle Your Anxiety, on Amazon today. See you next time.